Mr. Roboto, so I consider that a win. JJ, there's a little thing at the bottom of my Discord screen that says, a new account switching. Seems like they heard you. Look, man, uh, they would be wise to innovate and add a bunch of features right now as people are looking for a place to go that isn't Twitter. True story. Sure seems like it, huh? Welcome back to Shift F2, the support podcast for Shift F1. Uh, I'm Andy. <laughs> we, should, <laughs> oh, we should promote that. <laughs> Ask them, like, sponsor their podcast with a, like, ad account or something and get them to read our podcast. They do that, Shift don't they? F2. I forgot. There are a bunch of people. There are a bunch of people who I think are actual businesses sponsoring their podcast and just get their business name read all the time yep i absolutely believe that I, i've heard the names read at the beginning of the shift f1 podcast and i'm like oh, that's definitely just somebody trying to get their name out there and uh that would be really funny we should <laughs> maybe look into making that joke i don't know how much it costs to get your name read by them and I- the other thing we would have to do is actually record like a couple episodes of a shift F2 podcast. And I, I know very little about F1 and I know even less about F2. <laughs> uh, also, we should maybe like up, approach them and say, we're not trying to infringe on your gimmick, man. <laughs> yeah, This was <laughs> a funny help. joke that I made at the beginning of episode 307 of we were gamers, a podcast this week about uh i think adulting a lot actually there's a lot of adulting and less gaming and which is why it's we were gamers you know uh it's true it's sometimes i think people will notice on the youtube last week uh, i i was here i was in town i was able to edit the podcast but it was one of those weeks where it's just there's so much personal stuff going on and i had work work like real work that brings in stuff to do uh for others and uh and so you know just like oh there's no there's no photos on that week and anyway you know this that's what it is to be we were gamers sometimes there's no photos you know it's just it is what it is yeah but like let's get back to the important thing did you actually watch an f1 race this week uh live did it matter does it matter if it's live no, no. Okay. People record sports games and watch them later. That's See, so, yeah, we're, Michael, we're not in the States. Michael, do you, we've had this discussion before, I think. I don't think it's a spoiler for people to talk about sports, right? Like if I'm not watching it live and someone texts me, did you see that play? Or like, oh my gosh, the Broncos. Or, you know, like that's not a spoiler to me if I haven't decided to spend the time to watch it live. Yeah, I think you I think as a as a sports fan, you have to accept that as the reality, right? And, but unless there are people that unless don't. Going to, I know there are. I was going to say unless you're willing to just like shut your phone off and ignore social media and, you know, the radio or televisions wherever you happen to be. Uh, I mean, you can put the work in to do it, but it seems yeah. it seems Anyway, so I, I'm just taking the personal stance that, like, I'm not going to be the person that's like, well, uh, I've recorded the live sport, and therefore, I don't want to know anything about it. Oh, why'd you tell me who won? Um, 
so I follow F1 so that when I wake up and do stuff or whatever, I can know kind of what happened. And this past weekend I had to work during the Friday sprint and the Saturday or this, what was it? Friday that was the sprint or was it Saturday? Saturday. No, Saturday. Saturday. And I was working Saturday morning from like seven to 10. Um, and then I had to go coach a soccer game cause, uh, adulting <laughs> and, uh, and so, yeah, it was cool to know what was happening. And then because of the results, I went back and watched the <laughs> the race. Yes. Nice. I think I, it w- I would have blown off watching another race until Miami next week, unless something interesting had happened and some stuff interesting happened. Uh, the Ferraris just, did not do so great. Dude, Carlos signs no good, horrible, very bad day. <laughs> extends. <laughs> very bad season <laughs> extends. Yeah. He literally does nothing wrong and gets completely taken out of the race on the first lap. It's just like two people run into each other behind him and they scoot forward and hit him, spin him around, and he's the one who gets stuck. The other two guys are fine and continue on their race. Like, that sucks. That's rough. Yeah, it was unfortunate to watch. And then his teammate trying to go for uh, tough racing in the rain, in the wet, ends up in the wall. uh, Yeah, it was From third place and then down to, what, ninth or something like that. Yeah, and then he recovers to, like, sixth or something by the end. Yeah. But, like, you know, unforced error there. Instead of just taking the L and getting third... Now he lost a ton of points because he was trying to pass the third, the second place guy, yeah. which maybe he could have done. Who knows? But, you know. Yeah. I had some questions for you based on the race. One, will will a Haas car ever do anything more than start in a position and lose places? <laughs> Damn. Why you got to be like that? I'm Come very. On, gotta do, why you got to do Kevin Magnuson that way? I won't do K-Mag that way. He must be racing his heart out to be placing in the top 10. Every, yes. you know, every time he actually finishes, right? You know, I, I mean, if, you know, the really thing there is that the, the, the qualifying session was so weird with it being wet and he put in a really good lap and then a bunch of other people got screwed over by red flags, right? Yeah. And so you could argue that like, had that not happened or had it been dry, a bunch of things would have been different and he probably would not have started so high up, right? And well, then he inherit, and then you know he holds his place through the sprint race in a lot of instances, and then you know for the actual race, what is he going to do? Like these other cars are probably actually faster than him, and the the race is long enough at this point that you know what are you going to do? Yeah, eventually you lose a few spots. Mm-hmm. No, but he hey, did, points. He, look, he did great, and uh, I enjoy him getting a high position is one of the reasons I watched the race, obviously. But you know, this is the season of proving like if you if you finish is is the important thing, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh look, Verstappen number one by like thirty seconds because they finished the race. Yeah, it turns out that uh, finishing the race is really important to getting points. Yeah, and if you don't finish, you don't get any points. That's a uh, wow. It's a lot. Wow. Mm. Uh, you know what else you don't get if you don't do? Uh, you don't get money if you don't provide services. Uh, i.e. if you go to a restaurant and then you just continually say you're out of things that's generally not how you get business 
I went to a restaurant, a fancy one, this past weekend, and the food there was decent, and the atmosphere was good, and the company was great. But it happened so many times on the menu that things were gone that I started to wonder why they had opened or why they didn't have a printed menu. And we got into a conversation with the waitress, uh, and she said, well, it's Sunday, so we just didn't get any shipment. And my mind sort of melted a little bit. Yeah, like, if you just huh. literally don't have stuff, you kind of have to tell people, otherwise... Well, and, and it started out with, like, we ordered oysters, and one type of oyster showed up after we had gotten the entire spiel about how there were two types of oysters. And we asked, and then we found out, like, oh, no, they were out of the other one. And then we ordered another round of plates and was like, oh, yeah, we have that, but we didn't have this part of it, so we didn't substitute it. It was like, okay, this dish said it has muscles on it. Oh, no, it just has one muscle, and we replaced the rest with clams. I was like, okay, oh, let's order the duck. Oh, no, we don't have any duck. It got to the point that when they started suggesting we order certain things, it was like, mm, you're suggesting we ordered that because it's old. Or, or, it's, they, or it's the only thing they, they have. have. Yeah. 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 And I just, I can't remember. I can definitely remember going to restaurants and then being like, yeah, you know, we don't get fish on this day. And therefore, we don't have this fish, this fish, or this fish. And they would tell you at the beginning of the meal, right? Yes. Yeah, I've that definitely was, been to like restaurants that are super like farm to table and they're like shipments are Wednesdays and you're there on a Sunday and they're like, yeah, we're not going to have this salad and this thing over here is not going to be in at all. Totally. Mm-hmm. When do they tell you that like, though? Yeah, you when you're right up front. Yeah, you when you're down. about to order. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, that was a new experience, I think, post COVID of just restaurants just being like, eh, whatever, we'll deal with it if they order it. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe Did it. Did this place have like a very expansive menu or something? No. no, one page. So that's the crazy part. Like I could get if you had, you know, if you're the Cheesecake Factory or whatever and you have a menu that's literally 50 pages long. Funny, funny story. I went to the Cheesecake Factory in the same weekend. They had everything. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, you know, when you have a 50 page menu, you rank higher on the bulk shipping. <laughs> well, you know, I finally noticed that uh, Cheesecake Factory, even though things are in different spots on the menu, it's the same thing just with a different top on it. So like, yeah, there's only one angel hair pasta in the pasta section. But in other sections, they use the angel hair pasta with the same sauce and they just put different meats or whatever on it, you know? Yeah, there's a billion of those. Like, they combine the beans and the cheese in four different ways, right? And they're yeah. four different items yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Uh... But, like, it, for a restaurant that is, like, has, like, one menu that is not that long, if they're out of a ton of stuff, they should be telling people. That's, like, deception at that point, right? Sure. Yeah, if you sit down and, like, wanted to order the duck, right? <laughs> Just not yeah, gonna or, happen. Or did order the oysters and only got half of what you thought. That's you were the thing ordering. that bothered me the most. That was my main yeah. gripe. Like I'm not even an oyster guy. I ate one. The rest, you know, and I just to have it and try it and be like the thing. But like, they ordered oysters because the people at the table liked oysters. Uh, and then they showed up and was like, "Wait, these are all the same size." Like I thought some were large and some were small. And then, oh, I'll ask the kitchen. And then by the time you finish the oysters, they come back and they're like, yes, we were out of the other type. It's like, oh, clearly, clearly you were. Like, uh-huh. 
Uh, that's my food gripe. The, the, I'll say something positive to end that story. I had grilled octopus and it was amazing. Very crispy, charbroiled outside, soft inside. Wonderful. Oh, octopus is a great one too because it's one of those ones that when you do it just right, it's so good. And if you mess it up, it tastes like rubber. Yeah. Yep. So they knew how to cook it, just didn't have anything to cook. I heard somebody else has a food gripe though. Yeah, I I got something to complain about. Um, I'll I'll start by saying that the the place I went was actually really good. Uh, I would I would take the both of you there, maybe without the wives, just because their gimmick is that the food is super spicy. Oh, I was like, they're, I was like waiting for the gimmick that would only be for men, but I guess <laughs> no, I guess just that makes for, sense yeah. for our particular wives. <laughs> um, but it was a uh, like a a spicy Korean noodle place. Oh, give me that Uh, down by UCI. Um, it's, it is, the food was very good. Um, we got a couple of noodle dishes. We got some spicy bulgogi, but my gripe was that their ranking system for how hot the food is starts at, it had four levels. There was very mild, mild, original, and very hot. Right. So given those, four, given those four <laughs> levels, you would make some assumptions about the heat of the food. But they tell you when you sit down, the mild is very spicy. We recommend if you if you're not a huge spicy food fan that you start with the very mild. And so all of us, all of us who went were fans of spicy food. And so we got the mild and uh, there was there was some sweating going on at the table. Okay, uh, so they were serious. Yes, the mild they were very was actually serious. spicy. Yes, the mild was okay. was actually spicy to the point where it's like I would not enjoy two levels of spice or even one level of spice higher than this. Was it flavorful, I, spicy when you're still sweating yeah, like that? It, okay, it was. It was right. very flavorful, like the, the make you want to keep eating uh, kind of kind of flavor and spice. But I just I have issue with that being your ranking system. It's like maybe just reorder it yeah you're not being cheeky you're being annoying i I get the idea that they're telling you like look we crafted this dish up here that's what original means you know but like keep original there and make the one below it hot (laughs) yes and then the one below that mild or whatever right however you want to drop down the tears like if you need to make it clear that the chef's vision is up here cool call that original and then add, you know, crazy spicy on top of that. Because, like, it, when you told me that, despite what they said, when you tell me that ranking, I'm going to be like, well, don't I want the original? Uh-huh. Did anyone, was anyone brave enough to do it, or did you all? No. So, it's kind of, um, the servings are family style, so they bring it out in a giant bowl, and then you uh, just okay. scoop it into dishes. So, we, we had to all agree on the same level. No, okay, that's... That's a different that's a different answer then because yes. I'm not going to subject anyone else to my pain. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, and it's it was one thing for us being in the restaurant and having the person tell us that, but if we were just say ordering online, which happens a lot more during COVID times, we wouldn't have known. No, you would never have known. Oh yeah, you would have ran into a real. You bad would have time ordered there. a nuclear bowl of noodles. Exactly. I do huh. have a food related discussion. Go, uh, I just go, remembered. Go, go for it. Oh no, no, wait. Did you have more you wanted to talk about? No, other, other than uh, you guys will have to check this place out. 
I yeah. I think that it's send me the name of that place. Oh, I will. I think that it's um we need to we need to have a department of uh of code management in our food crimes court and that would that would be filed uh to the people rating the restaurant A B C or D. And that that's against code. You got to you got to label honestly even if you keep original as a super hot. Yeah. Yeah. Totally agree there. Uh, we did also go out to eat this past weekend. Wow. It's like, it's, it's, it's like it's allowed. I know. <laughs> uh, and we went to a restaurant near us called Momo Paradise. I'm not clear if it's a chain or not. It might be. Okay. Uh, and it is... I'm trying to remember. They use a specific name, and I don't remember which one it was. But it's like a shabu shabu or sukiyaki kind of place. Yeah. Uh, Except that they, you know, so when you go to those kinds of places, you usually they have the little uh, mm, stove on your table, and Uh they they set the pot on there. Um, A lot of them do the like divided pot, you know, so you can have two flavors. Sure. And. Then they this the the deal with this place is it's all you can eat, and that's usually not what you want in a lot of instances, right? Mm, but I don't know for sh- for like Korean barbecue and shabu, I do. For for Korean barbecue, it's really great because there's like only four cuts of meat or whatever you want, and so I can totally see it for like this, right? They really only had four offerings of meat: one pork, three beef, and three different beef cuts, right? I definitely okay. used to get all you could eat shabu. Yeah. It, and it, it was great. The I don't know if it's an issue, but the the thing that was unique to me was the choice of broth. There were four choices of that as well. And but you have a pot of only two, so you're not going to be able to try all four. Right. Right. Unless and you get a there, split pot. The split pot is split two ways. Oh, okay. It's already a split pot. Got it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh and so then you're so the options are like uh I think original, which is like I don't. I don't know. We didn't get it. Um, there's a sukiyaki flavor. There's a tonkotsu flavor, and then the fourth one is something else that I miso. also forgot. It may have been a miso. Yeah. And so it's like, well, I, and then the waitress is like, "Look, these two are the most popular ones. Just by the way, if you you haven't been here before, <laughs> just so you know, these are the two probably that you want." She was totally <laughs> right. <laughs> they were really good. Um, and then from that point, you know, you just order off the menu. They bring you as much of the various kinds of meat as you want. But for all the vegetables and stuff, it's like a self-serve all-you-can-eat buffet bar. Oh, interesting. I kind of so like if, that. So if you want rice, you want, you know, radishes, carrots, tofu, all that kind of stuff is just sitting on a buffet uh, over to the side. And you could just go over there with your little plate. Or they have little bowls and plates over there. And you can just fill up whatever you want, bring it back, throw it in the soup for cooking and eating. Hmm. I like that they had the rice even self-serve over there. Because I know like, I like to have rice with some of these meals sometimes. And usually they have to get it from the kitchen and it takes them forever. Because they're like busy bringing meat to all the tables and they forget right. about the rice. Um, so I thought it was super nice that they just had rice there. Like They even had like a pot of curry if you wanted to put curry on your rice. And it's like, this is like curry and rice. Like, I don't it's the wrong meal. <laughs> what am I doing? It's not. <laughs> That's a different meal. What Where's am I doing? my katsu? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, you know, you have the beef. You could cook it. It's not going to taste right because it's not going to be katsu. But yeah. 
So anyway, that was uh, it was really good. Um, highly recommended if people find one of those Momo Paradise. Cool. Uh, and not terribly expensive. So Wonderful. Um, gosh, we're we're uh, we sound like adults, so we might as well continue adulting here. Uh, you know, because only boring old people will talk about food this long. So, <laughs> I did a new I thing. Did, I wanted right, to know. I did it. I did a new thing. I towed something. Like a trailer like with a yeah, like with I. I we bought an SUV. I months ago, I think on this show said it was really cool to install my own tow hitch on the car. And it, yep. with the full intention that eventually we would tow something. I've I've never towed something before. I had to tow a trailer this last week. It was fun and exciting. <laughs> it felt <laughs> like a true adult. Did you have the nightmare of having to reverse it and then just being unable to do that? I absolutely did. But I will tell you, modern conveniences uh, are really cool. One, reverse cameras. Yeah, that's probably mm-hmm. helpful. That ball is right inside the reverse camera, and I can watch as I put it right underneath the hitch for the for the trailer. No problem, right? You didn't have to get out and look ever. You just sort of like, oh, then the ball is underneath. I can see it. And then uh, while reversing, it's real easy in a modern car to be able to see either with the reverse cam or with the like top down camera that i now have where it takes all the cameras and makes like a top down view of the car yeah the like 360 degree view or whatever they call that Uh to actually like figure out which direction the trailer is going to go i mean some trucks now have like a little dial and you just turn the dial and the car drives itself as you tell it which way you want the trailer to go um the nightmare only got me one time and then i kind of you kind of get it after that uh, in a modern car, it was pretty cool. I, I feel like like a true adult. big trucks and big trailers even have systems that like let the reverse camera end up on the back of the trailer. Oh so yeah, you can see where that yes. thing is going too. Yep. Yeah, I don't have that fancy of a thing. I only have like the four pin uh, brake light system. I don't have the like brake controller yet. We have to have as something. required by U.S. Department of Transport. Right. Correct. Yeah. Uh, so that's my adulting moment. Michael. Yeah, we uh, we saw a thing, and uh, we've we've passed it by twice now, and still cannot make any more sense of it than we saw it the first time. So, we were out for a long walk on one of the trails by our place, and part of the trail winds through some neighborhoods, uh, and you can see a little bit over the walls into the backyards of houses that are along the trail. So you're spying on people. Got it. I mean, like you do. Um, That's This one particular house, uh, they had decided to build a shed um, on the side of the house. Um, You know, nice little DIY project. So the roof of the house is pitched downwards to the side, and it's got a gutter uh, at the end of the roof. And then the idea was to tuck the shed underneath the the eaves of the gutter. Yeah, okay. But, right? 
Okay. Pretty standard. Very, very skinny shed, probably. Yeah, there's sure. a lot yeah, of those that are like side of the house sheds. Our neighbor has one. Right. So if you were going to put a shed underneath your pitched roof with or without a gutter and also have the roof of the shed be pitched, which way would you pitch the shed roof relative to the house? The only correct answer is away from the house. That is not the direction they pitch the roof of the shed. Okay, so the other answer is, like, to the sides of the shed. So you have a high point in the middle of the shed. Uh, that would be parallel to the house, I guess, in yes. your estimation. Yes. Right. So there's pitches in a single direction back towards the house. In- That's insanity. That's and extends and extends out beyond the edge of the roof. So it's catching the water from the roof if there weren't a gutter. Right. And even even with a gutter, it catches its own water. Right. Yeah, because it's out past where the roof stops. Is it taller than the roof? Uh, at the highest point, yes, I think it is. It's just taller than the, the edge of the roof. I wonder if it doesn't fit underneath. Yeah, it might not have. That might be why it's oriented that way. Because it doesn't fit underneath. That's some bad planning. It sure is. Tape measure. Measure twice. <laughs> Buy once. Yeah, man. Sheesh. That, do you think it was do you think it was wholly made by them or was it some a kit or something they bought? Like how professional does it look? Uh it's hard to tell. It looks it looks relatively professional going by the, the quality of the door and the side of it. I I dislike that we live in a state where it doesn't rain enough that they'll be punished for this. <laughs> and maybe that's what they're banking on. Yeah. Be- because like if that happened enough times in a place where it rained, they would be ruining the side of their house. Yeah, I was going to say they would know real quick because like they'd get water damage or that side of the house like the paint and stuff would start the stucco would start off. to absorb yeah. water at a certain point as they're just pouring water on it all the time. Yeah. What uh how far is it to their house from where you stand when spying on them? Mm. 20 Fif- yards 15 20 yards we got to figure out how to make a paper airplane that could uh go fly 20 yards because <laughs> we should just we'll just do a little rick and morty drawing on on how to turn the shed around the proper way and then send it <laughs> over the fence the <laughs> uh i think the the other thing is Unless the inside of that shed is some kind of like water storage and filtration thing and they're intentionally trying to capture rain, which I highly doubt because that's an insane way to do it. Well, you don't want roof rain anyway. Yeah, that's not the rain you want, right? You can capture it. Reason to do it this way. You could capture it for watering plants, I guess, but even then it's suspect. Just use a gutter, man. That's what the gutter is for. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, a while ago, I think I, uh, maybe on the Star Trek podcast, we talked about Rick and Morty a little bit and I 
said that I wasn't super into the idea of that show. The animation kind of turned me off. I think, JJ, you said the same. I have watched a good bit of Rick and Morty. Though, oh, you have? Despite, okay. Yeah. I I watched a little bit of it because it's on HBO. I have to say I still don't enjoy the animation, but the the story is fine, and it's relatively funny once in a while. I use it as uh, doing paperwork background noise now. That's sort of where I've landed on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's one of those where like there are like very, very light ongoing serialized kind of things. Very light. Barely matter and like would require you to pay way more attention than it's worth. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, yeah. Anyway, uh, that was just an aside to get us to another animated topic. Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga, the only thing the internet is talking about since people have stopped playing Elden Ring. A lot of people still talking about Elden Ring, but yeah, just I, not me. Well, especially <laughs> after that that last patch. Yeah, I don't know. I want to get back in trying that patch, but uh, there's so much to play. It's, it's very daunting. Lot. I mean, you could start playing Overwatch 2 as of tomorrow. Is that coming out? Uh, op- open or closed beta? One of the betas comes out tomorrow after an announcement, what, five years ago? Yeah, I was going to say completely huh. unheralded. Yeah, totally uh, I think it, that, that might be happening. on purpose. It might you be still like purpose. the idea of PvE Overwatch? I Yes, it very much so. Although, I think the beta may not have any of the PvE in it. Alright, well, nothing for me to see here. <laughs> just <laughs> also, uh, Diablo Immortal, that, same thing. I was just about to say, LOL, yeah, Diablo yeah. Immortal also coming to PC, despite the disastrous launch being like what about phones guys <laughs> yeah uh why would i play diablo immortal while you're making diablo 4 or are you telling me diablo 4 is dead and diablo tell- immortal I'm- sure looked like diablo 3 so what's what I'm are we doing you, here? diablo 4 is five years away still <laughs> like, that's yeah. what they're saying yeah what are we doing here act of blizz talk Damn about a studio cool. that just does not seem to know i uh, it's weird to uh, talk about that company. They just seem lost. I don't know. Maybe the buyout will help them in the the eventual end. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Star Wars. Star Wars is what we're going to talk about. <laughs> yeah. So, JJ, you started playing. Yeah. Uh, my wife and I decided to get into it. We wanted to do co-op. Oh, very cool. I have a so, main question I have to know the answer to right now. Yes. Camera controls and co-op start there, please, God. They're separate. You have, it's a, it is literally, it is literally a split screen. Hallelujah. It is not it does not do the thing like it used to do where you could like run into and out of the same screen anymore. No more of that. There's just a split in the screen, two separate screens. They have learned. Even when your two people are standing right next to each other, <laughs> two separate screens. I don't know why they resisted this for so long. To be Dude. fair, early on, it was very cool and it worked fine. But as those games got better and bigger, it got worse and worse. It actually was more frustrating early on when the games weren't great and you would get stuck places. And so you just one person would never be able to see their character unless they backed out oh, of the game. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The camera stuff was a problem. Like the control of the camera was a problem. But yeah. I think he, 
So you can definitely still get stuck in stuff or like the camera is facing a wall and you can't see anything or whatever, but you can just move the camera on your own little screen. <laughs> no big yeah. deal. Yeah. Wonderful. Um, okay. I, you know what? Thinking about it, I, f- I feel like they had to do it that way because of some of the abilities that you can use to like zoom in to, to select targets. There's no way you could have done that with a, because they went with the over the shoulder. I was going to say for a lot of the characters that have guns, I think that I don't know how you would do the aiming of those guns with those characters without doing this. Right. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's really fun. I will say, uh, not as stable as I would like. I've had several crashes, quite a few. Which on what system? system? Yeah. PC. Huh. Okay. Interesting. So, um, I am, to be fair, I am doing something slightly, uh, unusual in that I am stretching the resolution across two monitors. Oh, to have two separate screens for you two? Yeah, if we uh-huh. set the if you set the resolution right on both monitors, I mean, it, I'm playing the game in a supported windowed mode, right? I mm-hmm. stretch the screen, I stretch it to be big, uh, lengthwise across both monitors and heightwise, you know, where it needs to be, and the the split ends up right in the middle of the two screens, and you don't really miss much, except for then when it goes into like the cutscenes and stuff, which then get placed in the split between the two. Oh, uh, yeah, it's not a who cares? Like I've seen the cutscenes in Star Wars. It's not a big deal. <laughs> it, it's not like you miss much, really. Like, yeah, it's a little like weird to see the like the half of the character's face on this side and half on the other side. But it, it honestly, you don't notice it that much once it gets going, and like you can read the text very easily across. It's not a problem. Um, but then you know, and then once the gameplay gets going, we have two full normal sized 1080p screens of of Lego or whatever. So how many uh, crashes per hour? are we talking about is it worth it to have done all this work and still get and get the crashes i mean the, the configuration takes me like 30 seconds or something once i knew what i was doing it's not hard to set up um and like you know maybe like one or what maybe a one crash an hour is maybe too high i don't know half a crash an hour so every maybe two hours one, you get a crash depending on what we're, i feel like it depends on what we're doing like i i I don't have any rhyme or reason as to why the crashes have happened. Huh. Yeah, mine uh, has crashed on me once. Uh, and I I don't know why. But I will go ahead and tell you, since this game appears to be an infinite fest of grinding. <laughs> it's as uh, Lego want to be. It just, it is real helpful to have someone else do stuff while you're doing stuff, man. It's just like, <laughs> hey, I'm going to go over here and break every bench and every plant and everything that I see and get point, get coins while uh, you go find this brick. And then I find three bricks on the way and then you find two other bricks and like all this stuff. It's like, we would be nowhere in this game <laughs> if we weren't playing together. So that's, it's been really fun. Like I really am enjoying the like extremely mindless nature of it. And, and compared to you've played more recent Lego games, Michael seemed to think this one has by far the best recently. I I don't I haven't played a ton of the most recent ones. Like I think the Lord of the Rings ones and the Hobbit ones were the last ones I played. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like it. Like I like it quite a bit. I'm 
we're having a great time. We started at episode one, so we're doing oh that order. Uh, That's we, fun. Have, we have we have completed episode one and then like barely started episode two. That's cool. And then you know still have a billion collectibles left all over. Oh like, yeah, not even close. I still think there's a bunch of classes we haven't technically found. Like we have characters in them, but we don't have like we haven't gotten the tutorial for how to do any of them yet. Yes, and I, I think that's done intentionally because I have, I definitely have some areas that I can't access because even though I have someone in that class, the ability itself hasn't been unlocked yet. Yep. I definitely have like characters in a class and it's like, use this class because I see the symbol for it and then yep. I get them out and they're like, I'm just standing here. What's up, man? It's <laughs> and you're still, like, <laughs> it still shows the symbol for this isn't the right character. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I definitely have quite a bit of that going on. Yep. Um, but it's fun, like I said. And, and like, you know, I'm sure once I get to the point where one of those characters enters the real Star Wars story, you'll unlock it and they'll give you the tutorial, right? Yep. Um, just not there yet. Nice. I'm curious, JJ, does your menu have the same issue that the Switch menu does where things don't stay, things you mark as red don't stay marked as red? I have not been marking a lot of things on the menu, so I'm not sure. Okay. I've been, you know, I track a mission, um, you know, and then go do that and then kind of like look what's around me and then do that. I haven't really had a lot of, uh, I haven't like been trying to like focus on anything in particular. It's just kind of like, I don't know, let's wander around this town and. We want to get to a million so that we can unlock the first thing that doubles it so that you get two million. And then I just that. unlocked that. It is very helpful in cutting down the grinding and the fact that there are higher levels that all stack. Yep. So we unlocked the first million one uh, the other night, and we're already almost halfway to the next one because yeah. the, like, the multiplier is really good. Got to get those bricks, man. Yeah. This is the story of all of it, right? Mm-hmm. Michael, you tried out a new game? Yeah, I did. Uh, so I was, uh, where was I? I must have been served a notice on Twitter from one of the Nintendo accounts that I follow. <laughs> okay. Woo. We'll, we'll Woo. leave, we'll leave that Hold on. for another conversation. With, uh, so I, you, you said served a notice and we are all adults here. And I thought, uh oh, <laughs> why were we playing video games at court? <laughs> Well, who knows? No. It's the way Twitter's going these days. Hmm. Womp, womp. Sorry. Continue. No worries. Uh, so, yeah, I saw a, a, just a brief description of a top-down dungeon crawler um, that was supposedly inspired by uh, some games that you guys might have heard of. Um, Eye of the Beholder, uh, Dungeon Master, and Legend of Grimrock. Dungeon Master? know that one yeah so it takes that same dungeon crawler style but shifts the perspective to be top down kind of like link to the past Hmm. so i i looked it up um just intending to well i looked it up to see if it was going to be on pc and saw that not only was it already out for on steam it was on sale for a dollar 75 so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to buy this and see if it's any good. And uh, it's kind of it's entertaining. 
Um, it, you are working your way downward through a hundred floor dungeon, trying to get to the bottom. And every room has its own set of enemies and traps and puzzles. And you have to figure out how to get, um, to the next staircase down. So sound like, like is this game just exactly rogue? So I think that's how Rogue works. It's a hundred floor dungeon. You go down, and then you get to the bottom. And you come back up. I don't know if you come back up, but yes. Okay. Cool. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. So it's been entertaining. Um, the puzzles are fun. They're they do a good job of not making it strictly linear downwards. There are some puzzles that you have to backtrack a couple of floors. Um. To, oh, that's interesting. To manipulate something else or to drop an item down through a trap door or because your sword gets stolen and you have to chase the enemy back up a couple of floors to get it back. Hmm. That's pretty so sweet. It's, uh, it's well-conceived. I think I, I played for about three hours and I'm somewhere in the 70s. So it's a, it's a pretty quick game. <laughs> um, but, you know, for less than two bucks, it's uh, it's been entertaining. That's pretty sweet. Can't beat that yeah. amount of value. Two dollars for three hours. Yeah. So uh, Dungeons of Dreadrock is the name of it. Uh, Speaking of okay. uh, rogue and roguelite-ish type games, uh, I think Rogue Legacy 2 is coming out of early access to 1.0 release next week, later this week. Something like that. Cool. Okay. Did you guys ever play Rogue Legacy, the original one? I did not. I may probably have it on at one of those services now that has given the original away for free. Yeah, I was going to say, it's very likely you both own it at this point. Um, you know, uh, roguelite in that, you know, there's progression and stuff in between runs. I definitely the have dungeon is procedurally dungeon is procedurally generated. Uh, there are four bosses, but, you know, the rooms that all connect them are, oh, crazy and different every time. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the the hook of the first game and my understanding of the second game as well is that it's a your it's like a lineage your your entire family bloodline is cursed at the beginning of the game and you have to you know the quest is bequeathed to beat the final boss of this <laughs> castle or whatever onto every subsequent heir and when you die in the dungeon your next of kin <laughs> carries on and you know they have different traits and different things about them. It's like, oh, this one is tall, but this one is nearsighted, and this one can jump really high, but this one floats, and like all this other kind of like weird stuff. Um, and the first game was super cool with all that like random generation and like, oh, you can collect you know better armor sets and better weapons, and then eventually you get like runes, and you know, you're, meanwhile you're collecting all this gold that you spend after your death on upgrading your castle that like, you know, gives you more powers and more abilities and new classes and all this sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I really, really liked that original game. Uh, and I'm excited that the second one is coming out. Finally. Uh, I'll probably end up playing that someday. Not, not soon, <laughs> but at some point, man, that's a lot going on. <laughs> Very cool. Though. I'm into that. I have the original, so it's it, out there. The original's still a great game. Uh, really fun. Kind of like, really, uh, I forget what the, 
there's a that game had a really cool system where you could always like you have a button that would let you dash. It's 2D, um, I guess I should say, um, like side scrolling. And uh, but you know you can actually go up and down and all the directions. Uh, and the the dash works anytime. Like also, so it's an air dash too. Oh, right? okay. So you would have to get like, and you can, and you press the the other button on the other side, and you dash that way. So it's like you could dash like left and then right, you know, like kind of. Uh, can you like ping pong yourself back and forth, or is that have to I, there was a limit? There was a limit to how much. Maybe there were like certain items or runes or something you could get sure. that would let you dash more and more. But mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't remember honestly. It's been years since I played that first one. Yep. Uh, and from my understanding, the second one just has like even more bonkers amount of stuff that you can mess with. So I think there's just too much. I'm starting to get to the point of like hearing these types of things. Like I, I should add that. I'm going to download that right now and see, check that out. And then I look in here. It's like, oh yeah, that inscription update hit. The Master Chief's downloading an update. What's that about? Oh, they're they're updating to like there's no more seasons in this, and they're I'm downloading all the old season stuff and. Vampire Survivors has an update queue, and it's just I did, it's getting I did finally crazy. Uh, run a couple more runs of Casey's mod as well. Yeah? Um, I won one, finally. What's the story situation? Uh, oh, nice. Extremely light. Oh. That's a bummer. There is, there is text logs and some very, like, little information happening during the during the battles, but like there's text logs and stuff that you can read outside of the battles and you have to win a run to unlock that stuff. Well, I have unfortunate, unfortunate news for you guys. uh Uh, Uh At this, in this time next week, all you'll have to hear me talk about is, uh, is the new, Oh no, he won't be out by then. Dang it. To say Warzone's adding uh, Godzilla and King Kong, and that's all I was going to talk about. But they don't add them till May. Oh well, it was only. I uh, would be interested in hearing that. I know, right? It sounds interesting to me too. Uh, Oh well, I thought it was going to happen tomorrow. So now all of you have played Inscription, so we can I can safely mention something about Casey's mod. They have new sigils. Oh okay, okay. That were not in the base game. Some of which are really messed up. Like messed up, cool and good. fun. Maybe I don't know, but also really no. Do you get to use uh, them? Yes. Okay, then they're good and fun. Also, they they are used against you in ways well, that suck. I mean, that's fine. So, but as long as I get hey, to fight uh, back. Remember how uh, I think all of us ended up killing the moon with poison? I uh, did not, but you guys did. I did. Maybe. Yeah, I think I did. Or. I think it was poison. I can't remember now. I killed it in one hit with something. So either you had a monster that was like a million, a million with Ouroboros or a poison thing that killed it in one hit. I think I cut it. Oh, yeah. You could maybe use the scissors. I think I'm trying to remember if I used the scissors. I think I did. I, or we talked about whether it was possible. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. Talk about the so, moon. So uh, the moon has a sigil now called immune hardened. To, immune to poison. <laughs> Immune to poison. <laughs> Son of a bee. <laughs> Say goodbye to your cheese strats. Yeah, yeah. Uh, gotta focus on poison. Ouroboros. Poison. So you don't get Ouroboros. Like, there's no guaranteed cards anymore. That, like, not guaranteed cards like that. 
Does you have your starting deck keep its stats between runs? Uh, I've only seen Ouroboros once. Oh, ouch. Mm-hmm. So, couldn't tell you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it definitely keeps its stats during a run. Okay. I can tell you that much. Okay. So, if you get into situations where it's easy to get it down and kill it and get it down and kill it, get it down and kill it, maybe it would still be really good on that run. Okay. Um, one of the other new sigils is uh, it looks like a, an egg. And when you play it, across from it, if if it can, it generates a zero one broken egg. Okay. So like what comes on the, the opponent's egg? side. <laughs> nothing. Huh. The egg is the egg is broken. It doesn't do anything. It just sits there. It just okay. blocks them from putting something in that square. But you know, it can be useful if you play it and you know, because you can see one turn ahead on the enemy. And you see something coming in that you don't want to deal with. Right. Egg. <laughs> no, yeah. blocked. See you later. Uh, the only problem then being, you know, if you attack, you're going to hit the egg. And then, you know, yeah. the thing may have a chance to come down. But maybe you also hit the egg and kill the thing behind it. Yeah, I was going to say you can trample. You overflow it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or you get a flying thing with egg. Oh. <laughs> and then mm. they're just pinned there forever. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I had a really great run where I had several things with egg and some of which my things had flying. And that was a wonderful feeling. Just being like, well, I have clogged your board with eggs. You don't get to play anymore. I'm going to win one little peck of a crow at a time. Uh, So it's very cool. Yes. Right. Just grinding out victory as slow as possible. Yeah. Um. You do have to worry about running out of deck, though, in that there is a mechanic that will get you if you run out of your deck. Well, that's a bummer. Uh, okay. But, yeah. Uh, it's a very cool game. And I, like I said, have been enjoying playing like a run or two of that here or there, but not like a ton of it. Cause... And then like the problem is I do really well and I think I'm on a good run. And it's like, all right, I can last one more turn. And then like I count wrong and I die to damage. And it's like, no, I had all these items. I didn't use them. <laughs> no. I thought I had one more turn start over well we should all start over together next week with some new topics maybe some actual time to play games haha hear about your new toy uh do you think it'll show in time i don't know Uh, i was gonna ask you that if if you had any idea of well should um, we'll talk about it if it shows up (laughs) there we go okay yep yep yeah i don't know I don't know how fast the shipping is. We'll find out. It it was free. There was an expedited option for $20 more. I said, nah, I'm good. I got enough to do. I, I can wait. Yeah. That seems fair. Right? Seems fine. Well, until then, if I should have gotten the expedited shipping, where should people tell me that? Uh, they can send that to podcast at weberegamers.com. That's the official email there uh, where we uh, check. And- I'm going to interrupt what? you. Yeah, and I'm gonna what? You. What? in in this in this world that we are going to march into all together. Emails are a good way to get hold of people. You know, it's true. Directly, yes. Without having to go through other internet tubes. Yeah, don't rely on texting Andy or me or Michael. Don't ever text me. 
Yeah. Don't, and don't rely on that. Uh, you know, send an email to the podcast and know that you will be heard. So, uh, we are also on the internet uh, at We Were Gamers for who knows how much longer, but hey, we are uh, for now. And follow us on the places that fine podcasts are distributed, such as Spotify and Stitcher and Apple and Google Podcasts, or wherever you're listening to this podcast right now. Breaking news. And look look out for our new website, shiftf2.com, coming soon. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, there we <laughs> go. Uh, <that's, laughs> hold on. I guess you've now set a website address. Now we got to see if it's taken before somebody else takes it. Oh, damn. That's true. Shiftf2.com is not currently a website. I don't know if it's available. I don't know how you look up if it's available. Uh, Breaking news. Yes. This is Miyamoto. After consulting with Chris San, my partner at Illumination on the Super Mario Bros. film, we decided to move the global release to spring 2023, April 28th in Japan, April 7th in America. My deepest apologies, but I promise it will be worth the wait. Miyamoto tweeted this? Yeah, from the Nintendo account. Huh. What was okay. the original release date? This year? I don't recall. Must have been. Yeah. I don't recall. Well, uh, the world, I, world is spared of Chris Pratt Mario for another year. I don't know that it will be bad. It might be okay. I think it's funnier the way that this came to my attention was Brandon Sheffield says this reads like a hostage letter. <laughs> <laughs> Not wrong. Oh boy. Oh boy. Well, I, you know what? There's so much going on. I could wait on a Mario movie. You know, like just re- don't release it till it's ready. I think Sonic Sonic One proved that, right? Oh, yes. People didn't like how this looked. Okay, well, let's just go back and do it. So, like, if internally they're like, "This isn't ready," yeah, just I wait. Think it, it like uh, what's the famous saying? Uh, a bad game. A game only comes out once, or something. And so you should. Yeah, a bad game can be eventually good, good, but a game only comes out once. (laughs) A bad game could eventually be good, but like a game that comes out and is good will be remembered or something. Damn it, I don't know. I ruined this completely. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Anyway, totally delay your stuff until it's ready. That makes perfect sense. Sure, put out stuff that's not ready or broken or sucks. Seems good. Shiftf2.com is available. Just redirect shiftf2.com to we were gamers. Can I do that through? Can I register another domain through our? Uh, I don't know, but you can definitely redirect websites. Uh, I know websites. I can. I just want to know if I could like go to our account and like purchase another domain that inside of our account and just forward it straight to us. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe this, it's, if, if we're going to keep this joke alive. buy connect and manage domains associated with your website maybe we can okay (laughs) check it out next week to see if we did (laughs) 
find out if our uh, if we thought the joke was worth whatever they're actually charging for this. Yeah. Twenty dollars. That's probably worth it. But is it twenty dollars a month? A year. Oh, a year. ShiftF1.com isn't even owned by ShiftF1. No, they have F1.cool. Oh. Interesting. Okay. So we, do we need F2.cool? <laughs> that would really be gimmick infringement. <laughs> Unavailable. No. Okay, well, there you go then. <laughs> 